Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I must say it has been a beautiful day. East Strick, DP here at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Once again, we miss – I miss my buddy. I miss my partner. Like, we haven't got a chance you to chat and talk. But I'm going to see him tomorrow. Yeah. Austin Orman, Can't my wait. guy, will be in studio mañana. Yeah. Again, East Strick and C. Bo Cluster Johnson, uh, the uh, the professional and the two-time national champion, will be tapping in in a few hours, a little bit later tonight at 8 o'clock, first show. And, uh, DP, man, what, what's on your mind? I'm go- I'm going to have a little, you know, a little, little strict trivia as well. Oh. So if we said – if I said to you an all-time great, all-time great, what stats have to be in play for an all-time great to, to exist? In what sport? So let's start with the NBA. Okay. Points per game, is there a minimum number that a player has to average in his career to be considered an all-time great at anything? Right? That if you're going to put Rodman in the Hall of Fame, points per game is an issue. But he had enough rebounds. The numbers were so exceptional that – Right, it is different. Defensive level, different. But from a points per game standard, what is the 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 norm? What is the bar? The minimum bar points per game for a Hall of Famer? I I would think it'd have to be right at about twenty points, maybe. See, this this is how well I know Strick. This is how well I know Strick. What if I told you that Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, Tracy McGrady. Uh, Magic Johnson, or Stephon Marbury, Kimba Walker, or Isaiah Thomas are all below 20 points per game as a career average. That's crazy. So I said. But there's different eras. Too, right? So different eras. But here's the number where most of the greats, and the majority is uh, the 18? key. 15. Really? 15 is the number. 15 is the number. And here's why. If I said to you that of the top 250 players in NBA history, all of them average, with the exception of Dennis Rodman, all of them average over 15 points a game. Rodman is the unicorn, but we know that he's the unicorn. Mm-hmm. If I said rebounds per game, where the greats work, where the greats live, how many rebounds per game did you, did you have to af- should you have to average to be an all-time great in the NBA? I would probably say around eight. Nine is the number. Nine is actually the number because it puts you in a space, again, where great defenders can still get in. Uh, Kareem averaged 11. If that gives you some idea, Charles Barkley with 11. Yep, for a career. Now, the bananas of it is that we, f- we forget every day that Wilt averaged 23 rebounds a game. <laughs> Like, we forget. We tend to forget that. One. We forget that Bill Russell averaged 22 and a half <laughs> rebounds per game. Who do you think is third, fourth, or fifth? If you can get any of the third, fourth, or fifth leading rebounders all time, just off top here, and Austin, feel free to join in. That Chamberlain's one, Russell is two. What if I told you? It had to be uh, Rodman at, like, what, 17? Rodman was 13.1 as an average. Bob Pettit, Jerry Lucas, and Nate Thurman, Mm. all above 15. Wes Unsell, 6 at 14. If I asked you who was the winningest player in NBA history, the player with the greatest number of wins while he was on the floor. Or just number. By number. 
the winningest player in NBA history? Tim Duncan. It'd have to be Bill Bill Russell. Somebody yell Bill Russell. Russell's in the top five. Then um, it's it's amazing. It'd have to be Kareem. Right? It's Kareem. Yeah. And Bird. Okay. I like it. <laughs> Kareem and Bird. So as you go through it, and we did this with the NBA, we did this with Major League Baseball. Uh, if I ask you who the winningest player is in Major League Baseball history, who comes to mind? Pitching? Player. Just player. Position player. What position player won the most games in Major League Baseball history? And he's not in the Hall of Fame. There's Babe the big, the, oh. the biggest hint I can give you is that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, Bobby. Uh, uh, Charlie Hawkins. Pete Rose. Pete Rose? Pete Rose. Wow. <laughs> It to get through. Tom Brady is the winningest player in National Football League history. Who is number two? Brett Favre. Who is number two? Brady is number one. Favre. Who is number two? Let me help you out. He was on the same team as Tom Brady. Not Bledsoe. Adam Vinatieri is the number two oh, winningest wow. player in the National Football League history. Kicker. You start getting into oh, wow. right. You start getting into the things that make sports work, and you can get into Cy Young awards, closing pitches. If I asked you to come up with the greatest name in your mind, and this is your favorite, there's your favorite, and then the best. So if I said, who's the best? First baseman in Major League history. And who's the best? When you think of the best. Pujols. Pujols. Who's your favorite? Big big Poppy. Yep. All, all there. Second base. Um, we had the debate over catchers. And they said Johnny Bench. And I said, that's, that's I your father. Pudge. I would have said Pudge Rodriguez. Well, What's, so in baseball, you also have to have the number that sets the parameter for it. And I said, 300 hitter offensively, you have. Now, Pudge oh, is the best oh, defender. What's the name um, from the Orioles? What, what, gosh darn it. If you're talking about Robbie Alomar. Alomar was it. Robbie Alomar, if you want to talk 300 hitter, gold glove winners defensively. So you're covering both sides of the game. Then you have conversations about Rod Carew, but he moved to, to, to first base. Joe Morgan from the, from, the, from the big red machine, right? Offensive, an offensive MVP and a multiple-time gold glover. Uh, Ryan Sandberg. But remember that there were other second basemen that played in that era who had better numbers than Ryan Sandberg. Again, Roberto Alamo being one of those. Shortstop is probably the most – shortstop and third base are the most congested. And then outfield, you only get three outfielders in baseball history. Austin, I also need you to chime in. Strick, you only – three outfielders in, in history. Who, do you, who are you taking? Griffey. Okay. Junior. Okay. Bonds. Okay. Uh, Manny Ramirez. That's a pretty good three. Austin, Austin yes. Orman, I need your three outfielders. Any three outfielders in Major League Baseball history, go. Strick's list is pretty good. I think out of the guys that I think is kind of tailing off but goes in the my favorite conversation is Mike Trout. Uh, was on pace. I don't know if he gets there all time. And if we're counting Babe Ruth as an outfielder, <laughs> he, he belongs there. 
Well, um, he, he, he was, so we so, have to give him that. Like, he actually was. So, Ruth, Mays, and um, give me Hank Aaron. I'm this simple. That Hank, Willie, and then Roberto Clemente. Mm, good one. Those are the th- like if I'm if if I can start now remember you're leaving out Griffey you're leaving out here's some of the people you're 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 leaving out you're leaving out Babe Ruth you're leaving out Mickey Mantle you're leaving out Mike Trout you're leaving out Frank Robinson the only guy who went won an MVP in both leagues mm. uh, you're you're leaving out let's see who else Ricky Henderson the greatest leadoff hitter in the history of the game oh, DiMaggio right. DiMaggio Williams. the great Stan Musial you're leaving out of it, it, it there's so much. And then the Georgia Peach. Ty Cobb hit at a level that nobody else ever achieved. And then you have to figure out what is the number. And if you're going to have the conversation, hitting 300, having 300 home runs or 500 home runs, depending on your space, uh, plus 200 in stolen bases, which all of those players that we just mentioned have done, and then 100 RBI seasons. Yeah. And then, you, oh, by the way, you have to win Gold Gloves defensively. Big stuff. So, yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun today. Hey, we've got to get out of here because Old School is absolutely ready to tap in next. Jay Foreman is in the building, mm-hmm. and we're gonna. I need some wings. I yes, sir. Eat. We'll be back tomorrow. Me and Austin will be in studio. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Once again, out here at Buffalo Wings and Rings, 40th and Old Cheney. The beer is good and the food is hot. We'll be right back and see you tomorrow with Old School. Peace. We out.